Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of Vader's Basement. Happy May 4th. Yeah, happy May... Happy June 6th. <laughs> um, oops. Uh, sorry about that. We're a little late. We're a little late, yeah. Life happens, um, but we're happy to be back at getting some time to record. Um, so today is going to be an episode on Kenobi. Oh, yeah. So It came out. It did. Um, we were actually so awestruck that that's, that's why the episode's delayed. Um, <laughs> no. So this is actually the first time we've actually been able to sit down and, uh, and do it. We've, we've got really busy, but... Um, busy lives, but we're, we're back on track and we're hoping to get back in the grind. So. Yeah, yeah. Here Starting we off strong with uh, what has turned out to be a really strong series so it far. Has. Sad that it's... You know, I, I, we kind of finished the last episode, and I looked and was like, well, halfway We're through. halfway done. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty sad. That's but, not fair. But um, some really good content so far. So we kind of just wanted to do a quick, um, you know, we I think if we were on our more regular schedule like we had been, we may have tried to um, talk about each of the episodes as they came out. But at this point, we kind of just want to do a quick recap of uh, the episodes we've had so far at the halfway point. You know, kind of talk about what some of our predictions were, um, w- what may have come true. And by that, I mean what maybe one or two things came true, and yeah, the rest of what we read into. But um, and then, you know, after that, kind of maybe go forward and talk about what we're kind of left hanging with, what's to come, and um, you know, hopefully cover some stuff that you know you might have heard a little bit of, and maybe hopefully cover some stuff that um, is a little bit unique. So. Um, that's, uh, that's the plan for today's episode. Yeah, so that said, let's, let's dive into it. So, we, as Liam said, may have read into the trailer a little bit much, um, enjoyed it, uh, doing that. So there were a few things that I kind of want to highlight that we got maybe, maybe a little wrong. <laughs> at, th- at, at this point in time, I believe we've gotten every scene from the trailer already. So from yeah. this point forward, all content should be new. Yeah, if you haven't seen, or uh, if you haven't seen, if you haven't listened to our episode on the trailer breakdown, um, give it a quick scan through um, to make a little more sense. Um, but we had some, we had some interesting predictions. Yes. So um, where to start? So one, one thing was. The Lambda Clash shuttle, like we, we read into the ships on the on the yeah. Inquisitor base a little bit. I'm pretty sure my exact <laughs> words were, "This is a high society vehicle that not any random Imperial would be flying around." So this is definitely Vader's ship. Yeah, it is not. Um, it is just a Lambda Clash shuttle that the renderers put there because they have seven hundred thousand models of a Lambda Clash shuttle. So, so uh, it's Imperial. They put it on the land. Not Vader's ship. Not Vader's ship at all. He was not there. The Inquisitors did all travel together on the site, which we now know the the name of the ship. It's called the site. Thank you, Lego. Um, yes. uh, However, there are not more Inquisitors. We kind of that was one of the things. I was like, well, there's there's multiple seats in the room. Are we going to see more Inquisitors? Or are we going to see uh, you know, people that we've seen in the video games or people that we've seen in the Rebels show or comics. No, it's just, <laughs> yeah, just the ones that we've seen in the trailers. So. I, I, yes, no, we didn't, we haven't, we haven't seen any more of those. It kind of brings to mind, you know, a nice, uh, nice quote from Deadpool where he looks back in, in the, in the first Deadpool, he looks into the, the, what, the school for gifted children or mutant school. And he's like, 
wow, the studio doesn't have enough money for more X-Men. <laughs> it's crazy. It's very yeah. empty in there. It's kind of <laughs> It is kind of interesting to think of that, you know, the one Inquisitor wasn't with them at first. She kind of just showed up on Dayu and was there all of a sudden. And, yeah. like, showed up with, like, the meeting and was there. Like, it, it, it wasn't an immediate, like, she was there from the beginning. You know the one That's the one we don't know... We don't, we don't really know her name. name. We yeah. don't really know. You know, it was, kind of it was there. fifth brother. It was Reva, and it was the Grand Inquisitor on Tatooine. And then all of a sudden, oh, here yeah. she is. What we 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 talked about? What we assume she's the. Four, well, she would she would be the fourth sister? Fourth sister, hypothetically. Uh, yeah, hypothetically. Um, but that I don't think that's been said. Um, it might be in some subtitles somewhere. Maybe when she talks, maybe it'll mm. say. I don't. I don't know. I haven't. I haven't poured through this. Mm. So we were wrong about Vader's thing. Uh, that being Vader's ship. I will say Liam was right. Those are landing crafts uh, that we see in the Book of Boba Fett. Oh. Uh, not Book of Boba Fett. Sorry. That we see in the Mandalorian season two. I believe it was season two. Yeah. Um, where the Imperials land. I think it's a little. Personally, I think that's a weird choice because that's not what we see being used throughout Star Wars. Um, we kind of see that as a transitionary craft towards the yeah. First Order's landing craft. So it's a little interesting to me that they're using it. I guess you could kind of justify it and say they've been using it. It's kind of like peak technology, yeah. but whatever. I, I also I had thought that we had a scene with a whole bunch of stormtroopers in a hallway. Kind of thought that was on uh, in... in uh, Vader's castle. It was oh. not. Yeah. It was actually in the Inquisitor's base, yeah. and there are a bajillion of stormtroopers in that in that base. Yeah, and there's also which the Lambda class shuttle. There's a lot of Imperial officers, a lot of Imperial officers. So it could be any number of one of those officers on inspection. It's yeah. it's it, it could be anything. Um, Moving right along, we you know there are some probes that get sent out to track Obi-Wan down. Uh, those are not indeed escape pods from the Jedi Temple that I thought they were. You know, I kind of... We'll get into this in a little bit, but there are, you know, some some younglings that we see. We kind of got this scene hinted to that there were going to be some younglings, and my thought was, right, oh, maybe the younglings uh, actually escape, and these are the pods, and then when, you know, one who turns out to be Reva gets captured, and blah, blah, no. Um, they're perverts looking for Obi-Wan. So that was proven false um although and we'll get to that in a sec more on what we got wrong um <laughs> i think that you know um looking at the one jedi in the beginning um again we'll talk about him in a little bit um but it doesn't appear that he was one of the young jedi and it doesn't appear that he's going to be a significant player you know i kind of thought it would be like oh you know he finds obi-wan and and he tries to get him to go and he's this main character that and we kind of get a little bit of that, but yes. then he dies. And yeah. then that's kind of it. Which, it, it, you know, to me it does beg the question. That dude knew that Obi-Wan was there. Right. He was looking for Obi-Wan there. You don't just show up to Tatooine looking yeah. for somebody. Like, that's not like, a, oh, yeah. yeah. No. You don't just stop through there. Um, so that's oh, kinda I'm going to stop on Tatooine, said <laughs> no one ever. Yes, exactly. Um, we had also thought that maybe... When you see the scene of the Imperial officer walking out, that that was Tython, and this is, I think, the last big thing we kind of got wrong. Um, it was not Tython. They're actually on. It was Marapuz or something like that. <laughs> something like that. Yeah, it's a mining a mining world. 
Um, so a new planet, which is always cool to get a new planet, but you know that the whole thing is supposed to be this generic, um, fully automated trade route, and you know backwater planet, another kind of just middle of nowhere place. That, um, so yeah, and um, so so yeah, that was not not was theoretically not, relevant. Not to a, yeah. much besides um, hey, you know, here's some random location. Not a bad guess. I'm still not ashamed of that guess because no. that really did look like, really did look like we thought maybe the Imperial officer came out of a landing craft or whatever. Right. It was actually just like a cover, car, yeah, cover, <laughs> cover car of some sort. So that's I think the big deal that big big stuff we got wrong. Yeah. So so just take that and now moving on to uh, what we've gotten. So this is to, this, at this point in time. I should also mention that we've we've had. The first three episodes, Liam mentioned right. that we're halfway through, so that's kind of what we're going to talk about. If you haven't, if you have not seen the first three episodes, stop here or don't watch the stop podcast. Six minutes. Stop. Ago. Six, yeah. I mean, I'm going to don't click on it for the love of God. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will put that in the in the title so people know. Anyway, yeah. um, so the first three episodes, uh, Liam, what do you think? First impression overall. Yeah, no, I um, you know, the first two episodes got released at the same time, um, watched them on the same day, and I kind of walked away from them thinking those were good. I can't wait to see more, because on the one hand, they were good, and I, I was excited for the rest of the series. But on the other hand, there was some stuff, some small stuff in there, editing choices or choreographed choices that I just really kind of thought were a little lame. Wonky. Lackluster. Yeah. Goofy. You know, aloof. Like, <laughs> aloof. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I, and I, I knew it would get better. Um, and so, you know, in a good way and a bad way, I was excited to see what else would come. Um, and then we got the third episode, and that's what I was waiting for. Um, so the first the first two episodes were really good. There's a really you know there's a lot of really good story stuff there, but um, you know when your inquisitors and grand inquisitor are stopped by a simple awning being tossed down at the ground, and they can't just like run two feet around it to chase the Jedi. You know, I've seen on Tatooine. Like, really? Like, Or, you know, cut through it with your lightsaber. Right, like a simple awning is going to stop you from getting... Like, you came all the way to Tatooine, and oh no, he used the Force. Yeah, somebody else also used the Force. Right. You're you're Jedi trackers, so you're not expecting them to use the Force to their own advantage? How could we have possibly predicted that he would use the Force? So this is just little stuff like that. And then, you know, the chase scene with Leia where she's running away. Whatever. So so small little things. But overall, you know, a really good start to the story. I definitely, you know, there were some people early on who were talking about, oh, well, maybe maybe the story will involve Leia. And that's why he'll have to go off-world. And I think we kind of talked a little bit about it in the last episode. Um, But... Good for good for those people for predicting that. Um, I think we were kind of thinking it would be more Luke centric, but um, really good. And then um, and then, like I said, the third episode that we got um, just last week was incredible. Uh, that was uh, such a good reflection of the characters that we know. There was a lot more uh, in depth to just people's feelings and people's characters um you know the the first two episodes were the story building that we needed to get a good um 
uh, a good background. And, you know, if this episode and the next one are kind of like, you know, the, the despair and, you know, trying to, you know, have the problem and the final two are, you know, the resolution. Great. Love it. Um, you know, that's, so those are my kind of general takeaways. So, yeah. So echoing a lot of that sentiment, I, I agree. So the first, so I wasn't actually able to watch the first two episodes the same day. So I actually watched them one day apart. And I also was in some ways fortunate. I was delayed. I didn't have anything spoiled for me and I was delayed in watching them. And I watched them, I think, uh, Friday night and Saturday night. So it was even, oh no, maybe. Well, it came out Friday. So I guess I watched Saturday night and Sunday night. That's what it was. Saturday night and Sunday night. So even fewer days in between each of the uh, each of the episodes for Wednesday. Yeah. Now it feels like an eternity waiting for the next episode, to be honest. But um, mm. yeah. <laughs> um, I kind of I had a similar thought about the first few episodes. The same thing, like why wouldn't you cut that and just run through it? You know, we do see the Grand Inquisitor in Rebels, and he is relentless. He is an right. absolute beast, a menace. Um, I do not feel at this point in time, personally, that. This Grand Inquisitor is living up to my expectations for what the Grand Inquisitor is. Yeah. Especially in Rebels. And yeah. if you've seen Rebels, you know. He is... Dude. He's he, intense. He, he is intense. Yeah. He is, right? Um, he... And I get that the Inquisitor's like... Reva tried to, is like going to try to take in Obi-Wan alone. But like the Grand Inquisitor... I... I I even think that Kenobi could have probably beat Reva. She's so um, yeah. angsty. She's so emotional that she probably would have made a mistake. Yeah. Um, in her current state, she's like, "This is what I've been waiting for for ten years. I'm gonna. Ah, I'm finally gonna have it. Ah, you know." Um, Which quick note on that, just as a pause. I don't want to really go into too much detail because I know it's already been talked about a lot. But like we mentioned with our Star Wars movie ranked. There's been a lot of crap that's been thrown at her. Um, you know, I think Jared and I both kind of took away that her character was a little bit eh throughout the first couple episodes. Um, I actually ended up not really having that much of a problem with her in the third episode. Um, but the actress has been getting a lot of backlash. So like we talked about in our episode already, it's really dumb when people lash out at the you know, actors and actresses for the performance yeah. of a character that the writers wrote. Like, it just... I don't know. That 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 bugs us. We've talked about it before. It happened again, and it's not a good look for the Star Wars community. So No. Um, but I do think, you know, I, at this point in time, I don't really like her character that much. Yeah. Um, but I... I think that that's on purpose. <laughs> you know, I don't. I don't think we're supposed to like her. The other Inquisitors certainly do not like her. Yeah. Um, Darth Vader doesn't like anybody. Uh, so you know, I we'll see. He and he I, doesn't I even remain, like Darth Vader. Darth Vader does not like Darth Vader. That's true. I will. I will wait to make my judgment on that character until I see the fullness yeah. of the arc. Because if if the character is just written poorly, right. and then doesn't have a great arc then you know that's a problem but if the character's supposed to be someone well, you don't like and then and then is you know whatever like that plays out that that's fine it's dumb to make a final judgment based on partial information we oh my gosh have her the first two story. episodes <laughs> like yeah so that's where it's like you know i'm with it i'm with you yeah. like her character not the greatest kind of annoying a little bit and just a little bit lacking in in the development but We've got three more episodes. So, you so know, is Ahsoka? I, 
yeah, let's see what happens. It, you know, the, preliminarily, that's kind of how we feel. But yep. um, that's, you know, more than able to change depending on what they do over the next couple episodes. So, yeah. um, so that's kind of what we got um, well, so far. Do you have anything else to add? Yeah, 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 I did. So I, I had just like a couple like things. Um, you know, we see that epic burn by Owen. Uh, in the first episode. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's like you trained his father, right? That's a big deal. You know, it really makes me really understand why, you know, in episode four, when Luke's like, oh, I gotta, I gotta go back to the, I gotta go back to the farm. They've, they've tracked the droids. Obi-Wan's like, don't worry about it. Like, whatever. He <laughs> sucks. Like, that dude, terrible. Um, you know. You're whatever. talking about the part where, like, Obi-Wan is saying he has to train Luke and, and Owen says, oh, well, you trained his father and look how that turned out. Yeah, yeah, basically. Like, oh, like you trained his father. Yeah. yeah. Um, which, which, by the way, is interesting that he does have what seems to be a very full story. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's not like, you know, maybe Obi-Wan tells him he, I mean, he shows up when, Obi-Wan shows up one day in the desert and is like, hey, uh, you know, Anakin and Padme, they had a kid and you have to take care of him now. I mean, I feel like they'd have a couple questions to ask. Well, but, but, but. All the Jedi had just been purged. Yeah. You know? That's true. Um, all the Jedi had just been purged. Padme could have still died of a broken heart. Anakin's dead. You know, like, that... It's not too much of a lie. And then... Yeah. But, like... It almost... It but also, like, then, why are you trying to hide the baby? Because... Because it was still... It was a Jedi. His father was a Jedi, so... And you know... Like, they know about the Inquisitors, yeah. right? So... Uh, regardless, whatever. Sure. I do actually want to touch on the flashback, too, real quick. We are going to get more flashbacks, right? We got that first scene is Order 66. One of those kids is Reva. I think she's in the back middle. Um, yeah. Well, that was, I think, one of the things we got right. Yes. Right? Like, yeah, we had the flashback. One of the only things we got right was the fact that, you know, we thought Reva was one of the Jedi younglings in the beginning. And, and I think that holds, and I think we're going to see more of that. And I don't know that the Jedi we see in the first episode who, who comes to Obi-Wan isn't one of those younglings. Like, it's true. We don't know. You're holding out hope that your maybe, prediction was even more <laughs> You know, we'll see, but um, that about definitely about the same is, age. It, he right. looked to be about the, the right age. But anyway, so so then the other things, I guess, that I kind of had that were a little interesting to me. So Obi-Wan, Leia is very clearly, to me, using the Force to read people. In the first and second and third yeah. episodes, she she's very smart and um, not just smart but perceptive for a yes. ten year old. Yes. Oh, how old Which, did you say you were? Which is a weird question for everyone right. to ask. First yeah. of all, <laughs> but like, like, oh, well, I know. right. He should know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, yeah, but it's it's often one of my like more uh, what do they call it like. It's often one of the things that I don't love about characters who are young is that they're overly perceptive and they're too smart for their age and they try and make... It's a trope, such yeah. a It is. It really is a, a, a trope that is one of my least favorite. But I think they kind of get away with it because she's Force-sensitive. Right. And, and, but to me, I don't understand, I guess... So then later we have, like, episode five... We see Luke's flying away to save Han and Leia, Chewie, his friends, and Ben, Force Ghost Ben, is talking to Yoda and says, "That's that boy is our last hope. And he says, no, there is another. Kind of like, 
well, yes, of course you should have known that. You were with Leia. Le you you should know Leia has the Force. Like, I, I get that you have, you know, yeah. it's been 10 years, but, like, here, here's, here's how I see it, right? He hasn't been using the Force a lot. I think there's a good argument to be made that he may have cut himself off from the Force. Mm. He's open up to it, again, clearly. <laughs> Yoda says, I have homework for you. Go connect with Qui-Gon. Obi-Wan said... Uh, I'm going to shut myself off from the Force for 10 years, though. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, I guess not, because he thinks Vader's dead, so he's not... It, it is interesting to me. It's yeah. interesting to me, because if you call out to somebody through the Force, you can uh, you can feel them, right? Like, yeah. we see Obi-Wan looks out through the Force to Anakin, and Anakin... Yeah. feels him. Well, I don't think he was looking for him before because he thought he was dead. No, I think but that's you're, telling me, you're telling me Anakin wasn't looking for Obi-Wan? He probably was, but... And he wasn't getting it? Yeah. He's like, what's that What's that weird like tingling sensation? Well, I don't think... Oh, it's residual Anakin tinglings <laughs> lost in hyperspace somewhere. Well, I must have... Yeah. You know, the Force is... I don't know. But... Here's Anakin every day. Obi-Wan, 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 <laughs> Obi-Wan. Shut up! Gotcha! <laughs> I don't think... Obi-Wan cut himself off from the Force completely because yeah, he's preparing to train right. Luke. You're right. You're, he's right. preparing to train Luke and he he's trying to play Qui-Gon. knows that Qui-Gon is out there and he wants to be able to train Luke. So I don't think he would have cut himself off. But he's definitely rusty. So that's something that I think uh, I was... He also he also felt where his... He did not know the exact spot where he buried his lightsabers. Or his lightsaber and Anakin's lightsaber. Right. He felt the Kyber crystal, right? Like, yeah. um, but I, I do think... I expected to be hearing from Qui-Gon earlier on. I did not necessarily well, we haven't ex expect... really heard from Qui-Gon. Like, we've heard... No, we've heard his we voice. But it was... In, but yeah. yeah, it was a call, it was kind of more of a callback and a memory. It was a memory, yeah. It was a memory of it, and he's talking but to what him. What are those things when you think of something that already happened? Ah, a memory. Core memory. Um, I thought we would hear from Qui-Gon sooner. I'm actually glad that we haven't. I think that was actually yeah. a good call... I don't expect to see him or hear from him because we will not see him because he does not have a physical being. He did not preserve himself soon enough to get right. that. Um, but his voice is there. We also have... So I, I haven't heard any news of Liam Neeson actually being cast for this. Um, yeah. However, like we heard his voice, so mm -hmm. you know he's, he's, he, his voice is in it. But we do know that Liam Neeson is cast for the upcoming show, which we'll make another episode yeah. on. Uh, Tales of the Jedi coming up. He and his son are both cast for that uh, role for young Qui-Gon and old Qui-Gon. Normal Qui -Gon. Normal adult Qui-Gon. Well, so um, the interesting thing about that is, I, so I don't think we're going to get, I guess, I don't think we're going to get Qui-Gon until maybe the very last episode where, or the second to last episode, depending on how things go, and we'll kind of get into that. You but, think something like... He'll get to a point where it's like almost without hope, and then something like clicks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I actually, I actually don't think it'll be complete. Maybe so that's kind of what I'm thinking. I think it is rock bottom. Yeah, I think it's. Rock it's I think you know. Well, it's hard to get more rock bottom than being forced into fire and burning alive by Darth Vader. That's pretty rock bottom. That's so pretty rock I, bottom. You know, he didn't die, but. Yeah, I think it's going to be interesting to see uh, where else we go with this. You know, I, so, it, that yeah. could put Leia in peril. You know, it could be you know whatever the case. So I think so. Now let's move into so that's kind of what I did. So let's move into yeah. what's coming. I think. Yeah. Right. So for me, Reva's got Leia. 
Yeah, so the question Leia is, is fast. Leia captured? Le- and Leia runs fast. <laughs> we've seen... Hey, <sighs> she has escaped 100% <laughs> of the people who have chased her in this show. Except for... Everyone no, that's who's not chased true. her. That's not true. <laughs> she's escaped 0% of the people. She's outrun for three minutes everyone who's tried to run <laughs> after her. So for the, at least the first three minutes of the episode... She's good. She's, she's good. That's her, she, that's her cat. Never mind the fact that she's in a straight tunnel. That I, I think that... <laughs> There is a very which, by the way, do not understand that actually. What? Flash, fl- flashback. Leia is walking down the tunnel. Mm-hmm. Leia is walking down the tunnel to a ship. Okay. Riva is way behind. Opens the door, kind of is like starting to figure things out. Is at one end of the tunnel, and then is like, you know what? I automatically know where the other end of this tunnel is, and then goes around somehow, <laughs> gets to the other end before Leia, going straight through, finds the thing. I, I'm because Leia's not as fast as Le- she thinks short she legs, man. Um, <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see that explained because I'm, I'm assuming they'll be like, oh yeah, I took this. Yeah, one. but eh, regardless, whatever. I think she she will be taken. Mm-hmm. There's a very legitimate chance she turns back and like runs into the tunnel. Reva doesn't actually have her have her at the end right. of the episode. I think there's a chance she runs down towards the end of the tunnel, and she like she's like about to get to the door, and then Vader just like steps into frame at the other end. Or she's um, like frozen in place or something. True, it could be that too. Yeah. By the force or just by seeing Darth Vader. That's, well, that, that could also do it. Pretty scary. Yeah. Um, and so that's a good question to ask. Is she captured? Because it matters for a couple of reasons. Um, one of the other things that was a question about the episode that a lot of people have been talking about is sorry, I, I just, I just, <laughs> I was just like, gets captured. What are you doing here? I'm on a diplomatic mission to Alderaan. <laughs> <laughs> You're with Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> no, 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 no. Diplomat- well, technically, she is just trying to get back to Alderaan. She's you know like, I'm just right. trying to get home. How many times can one person? Um, but. Uh, the question that um, that people have been asking is, why did Vader leave Obi-Wan to run away when he could have just forced, like, used the force through the fire? There's like, so why did he go after... Suits fireproof. So many... He could have just walked through. Yeah, I, there's so many reasons. And I think my point is, or my thought was, I think Reva did get Leia, um... And I think she possibly communicated that to Vader. And I, I think that in that case, if Vader said, you know, says to himself, okay, well, we have Leia, at that point, it's just mind games with Kenobi. And we see him, we see him play mind games with people. That, that does happen. He, he's not um, necessarily one to uh, just take immediate action all the time. Um, an example of this is one of my buddies... Um, we were talking about this the other day, and he mentioned in Return of the Jedi, where they are in the shuttle, right? Um, shuttle Sidereum, and they are trying to get to Force Moon of Endor, and they pass the Star Destroyer, and Luke and Vader kind of have this moment of like recognition, possibly, like. And Vader just lets him go. Like, and he had them. It was a suspicious, like, interaction. A suspicious shuttle. Like, and 
Vader seemingly knew Luke was there, but he let him go anyway. And that and so so my buddy mentioned that, and it's kind of this this point of I think Vader has a trust in the Force, even though he uses the dark side of the Force. I think he knows that the Force works in ways stronger than what any Force user could. And uh, it, yeah. to a point, right? To a point. And I think, you know, when we look at this with Obi-Wan, I think he thinks, okay, you know, whether or not Reva has Leia, right? Like, he, she could have possibly communicated that to him. Maybe not. But I think we have this scene where he looks at Obi-Wan and he has been chasing him for so long. You know, he doesn't know, has Obi-Wan started a new Jedi training academy? Has Obi-Wan been training himself, you know, in greater ways for all this time? And he gets uh, to this not. picture of Obi-Wan and Obi-Wan's... Oh, I see, yeah. Right, right. What I'm saying is... For all these years. For all these years, Vader doesn't know where Obi-Wan is, what he's doing. And he finally sees him, and Obi-Wan is this pathetic, frail shell of a Jedi who he used to know, who can't really fight him that well. So I think he well, knows... That was, that was disappointment that he doesn't get to slash more younglings. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think Vader knows that Obi-Wan is in a very defeated state. Mm-hmm. And I think kind of similar to with what happens with Luke, uh, like what my buddy pointed out, like... I think he knows they're, they're going to meet again. And maybe he knows that Reva has Leia. I think he lets him go just to mess with Obi-Wan. I, I think that that's just kind of who he is. And I think that's what we get. So that's kind of that. Is Leia captured? Is she not? Is Darth Vader an imbecile for letting Obi-Wan get away? Does he have a plan? Meh. You know, I think we'll see what comes of all that for sure you know in in the next couple episodes but i i do think that there is if not a plan at least um intention in darth vader i don't think it's it would oh yeah it would go against his character oh yeah so you know so, so to me that's what it has to be right it has to be that yeah. vader is feeling that or knows something. it can't just be it, it cannot be that Vader could not get him. Vader was not incapable of stopping Ned from... <laughs> to, from We're talking about Ned the oh, Skull you know Crusher you know what? B. Actually, I think that's another thing I want to point out that we got wrong. I think we... I, or at least I had thought that maybe that was... Was... Uh, like... Somebody or In a robot yeah. whacked... Um, whacked a stormtrooper, and that that was like Obi Wan in a stormtrooper costume, or or Owen Lars in a stormtrooper, yeah. like walking out. Anyway, no, whatever. That's just like, but but yeah. So Vader Vader was totally capable of stopping that from happening, yeah. right? So he has to have some sort of plan. Whether that is Reva saying, "I got her," whatever it is, I think there is a chance. There's a chance that Vader is wondering at this point in time if he should just turn Kenobi to the dark side. I think he'll still kill him. That he should just turn Kenobi to the dark side? Well, like, rather than just torture him and kill him. I oh. guess. I don't think I don't think he cares at all. Like beforehand, I think his was like, I'm gonna you're gonna suffer and do that. I don't think he necessarily cared if he turned to the dark side. 
Yeah, but no, I don't I don't know. At this point in time, he's already looking at him. He's like, wow, you're already broken. You didn't even need me, bro. Like, well, but, you're gone. But he also says to Obi-Wan, or Obi-Wan says to him, what have you become? And he says, what you've made me. Like, right. he clearly has resentment for him. Oh, no, no, no. Not so saying I he don't... doesn't have resentment for him. He's going to make him suffer. But, like, all the Inquisitors suffer, right? From the That's Fallen true. Order game. They're, they all go, yeah. and they all are tortured until they become yeah. Inquisitors or die. That's true. So is he thinking, who oh, the next Grand Inquisitor, Obi Wan? Yeah, that'd be Kenobi. Risk reward, like you ain't got no arms or legs, but still... neither do I. <laughs> Twins. <laughs> Twins. Um, but I so I don't know. Uh, that to me would be interesting. Yeah. But yeah, he has he def- certainly has to have a plan. Um, it would be contrary to his character. He could definitely get through the fire. Like I said, yeah. his suit is actually fireproof, so he could have just simply walked right through, learned his lesson. Uh, suit is fireproof. I think uh, it is going to be interesting to see what becomes of Obi-Wan because I, I don't think that this is his, like, peak force usage. Like, I think he, he gets a little bit of himself back. You know, he struggled to catch Leia falling. Like, there was this, like, long drawn out moment of like oh he's really trying to catch her from falling it's gonna be an andrew garfield spider moment spider-man moment (laughs) (laughs) um but like that that's not the obi-wan we know obi-wan you know i said it last episode obi-wan is an expert duelist i didn't age well that he he yeah was not an expert duelist in the series so far and I, i think that you know like we just talked about he's not cut off from the force completely but he's definitely struggling to connect with it and so i think you know we'll see that transition from where he is now to a better spit a a better spot in both a mental way and a physical way so i think i think at this point in time this is where we see him hit rock bottom i think leia's gonna get taken Mm. which i also think connects in well right because leia is not afraid when she sees darth vader in a new hope right sure she is familiar with darth vader she's seen him before oh what's it hey what's up man hey the senate won't stand for this right that's what she said and she calls him lord vader so i think this is a good chance for them to necessarily be introduced i will say i don't think that they should spend too much time with one another because i feel like vader would figure it out yeah eventually Right, I think she would eventually. You, you, he would start to piece it together the way she's thinking. At least, at least since he's looking for force sensitives, yeah. figure out that she has she's force sensitivity. Well, or the inquisitors he would be able to, yeah, or the if, inquisitors, yeah, who are who are literally they said they're taking the younglings, right, right, like yeah. there's they're gonna know, all right. How are they gonna know? They're gonna know. Yeah. Um. So I don't think they can spend. She can spend too much time there. Uh. Anyway, no, speaking of taking the younglings, unless you weren't done with your point, I I was not done with my point. Right. Um, Just kidding. But <laughs> but I do think that Vader's going to take Leia. Okay. To I originally thought Mustafar, but it may be to the Inquisitors' headquarters, and is going to try to lure lure Kenobi out. And I think that Kenobi is broken. He's obviously physically, yeah. uh, physically damaged at this point in time, and as well as just in distress. Yes. He is in <laughs> severe That's distress, an and I think this is the time when he's going to say, "I can't do it. I'm I'm not going to be able to do it. This is rock bottom." Yeah. Qui Gon steps in, right? If there's going to be a time sure. and encourages him, you've got to do it. 
Um, yeah. I told you you need to teach Anakin. Now go teach him one last lesson. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I, I feel like um, yeah. that's fair. Yeah, we'll see. This is where we may see him. Yeah. Um, no, that's fair. I, I do think it'll be interesting to see if we actually do have a Qui Gon appearance. I, th- I think you kind of have to have at least his voice. You got it. Well. You, they've already used some of old audio. They have yeah. to have him, right? That's the whole the whole thing to me. And we like we know Liam Neeson's coming back for another Star Wars yeah. project, so right. it's not no, like it's it against coming sense. back. It makes sense. But the whole thing in Episode Three, right? He says an old friend has reached out through yeah. the you know yeah. like it's Qui Gon's making contact. Yeah. Crazy, right? But, but so it has to happen. Um, and if if Liam Neeson wasn't involved, I don't think they would make such a big deal of him reaching out. His memories, yeah. Him, him reaching out so much. Speaking of reaching out. Okay. We had a really cool name drop with Quinlan Voss. Yeah. Um, we did. That was, that was really cool. Um, you know, for... This is where I, you know, thought with some of the Legends books that we had, with some of the just just general, like, what happened in between episodes three and four? You know, I always thought, like, oh, well, someone had to continue some Jedi Academy. Some, right? And... So far, we haven't seen anything. Like, really. I mean, we have Rebels where Caleb and Ezra work together, but like... We have uh, Fallen Order where they explicitly don't... Don't, right. They go out of their way to not start a new generator. So, I think, you know, whether Quinlan is... Here's the thing. Quinlan is a light side user somewhat. He is not who you want as your grandmaster of the no, new Jedi Order. he's not exactly a role model. Um, <laughs> and I'm no fan of the Jedi, um, but uh, he's not. And I like I, I, I like the way of the gray Jedi. I would not call him a gray <laughs> Jedi. I would call him lacking scruples. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, so, um, but that said, oh, so what, where I was going with that was I don't know if he's necessarily one to start a new order or if he's just trying to simply save all the force users from getting taken tortured and killed you know like yeah, very it might not be a full-on jedi order but um, one of the names we see is caleb doom yes yeah, so in the let's just back that up the names written on the wall are in orabesh so the star wars language right people immediately began translating them we found that one of the names written on the wall is caleb doom mm-hmm. who is of course kanan jarrus yeah. from from rebels and from Bad Batch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So interesting. So he does make his That'll way. Cool. He makes his way. So we'll see, you know, it, and for the rest of the three episodes, that's a lot to try and introduce that in a, in more than just a cameo kind of way. Like, I think it's probably more of a cameo than anything, but um, still a cool point to, you know, include. So I wouldn't be surprised if in a comic or, or a smaller work than this show we see Quinlan pop up running his route to save force sensitive beings and maybe maybe he does show up maybe he does show up and try and you know and Obi-Wan needs help and Qui-Gon does his thing and all of a sudden oh there's the other guy with a name that starts with a Q um we're gonna team up and we're gonna save Leia you know yeah um that could definitely happen but so I think that's in that that's a Reasonable chance. I mean, and I also think it's it. possible to get connected with the Jedi from the first episode. Like, how did he know Obi Wan was there? Yeah, correct. Well, maybe Quinlan knew, but I, also knew of his relationship with Obi Wan and knew it wasn't exactly like a, hey, old buddy, old pal. Like, 
Yeah, Quinlan and Obi-Wan were not the best of friends. It, but they're both Jedi. Um, th- what I'll say is I've got a few things, just interesting notes. Yeah. Uh, that I, I, I don't know if the clone thing was just a drop or if that's going to be important later. The clone that, that was is begging, begging for in, money. In the street and yeah. for begging for money. Now, my observations of that was he was 501st guy. Right. Um, he still had the 501st markings on his armor, which I find very interesting. Based on my understanding of everything, and just kind of what we've seen through Bad Batch, those clones with, with coloration on their armor for the particular units were seemingly phased out pretty early on in favor of just, like, blank white armor, unless you were a commander, like Hauser. And it's a storytelling device. Real quick, where, is this connected to a Quinlan point, or is this a new thought? This is kind of this is kind of a new thought where I don't okay. know if we're gonna have people tie in like is he gonna form like With a little the team idea of a cameo is he sure, gonna form sure. you know I don't think we're gonna see Rex I don't I don't I think Rex would have mentioned to Ahsoka by the way um, <laughs> guess yeah. who I ran into right like who Ezra also runs into but who Ezra runs into yeah yes yeah too many too but the Star Wars galaxy is too small yeah. the Star Wars galaxy is too small at times where people keep running that. into one another yeah. Um, but I don't know if that was just a, like a, this is kind of a, he was decommissioned and that guy is there, but, um, jumping back onto Quinlan, I think it would be neat to see him. I don't think we will. I just think it was a name drop. Yeah. Um, I bet my hypothesis, we will see him in another Star Wars media sure. somewhere. Yeah. I don't know. And this is interesting. Kind of a crossover potential in the new Jedi Fallen Order game trailer, yeah. which oh, isn't called true. Fallen Order. It's called uh, something Survivor? else. Survivor, yes, thank you. There is a Jedi, presumably Jedi, in a back-to-tank floating. Right. He's got long hair, yeah, shirtless, kind of has some tattoos on him. I don't see... They didn't seem to necessarily match up the image I was looking at. I haven't looked into this you know, 100%, but... Could be. Yeah. I don't know. Or we'll get a book on him or something like that. Quinlan is a very interesting character. So in some way, I think that by dropping this name, everything is intentional. Whether it's in this show or it's just overall Star Wars media, that will come back up somewhere. And there are other forms of media. I believe it was in a comic where there was a list of Jedi that were alive that Jocasta knew had that Vader got his hands on. Right, correct. And Quinlan's name, I believe, was on that list. He destroys the he destroys the list. He though. destroys the list. He does. Right, because but his name was on. I just I mention it to say he was mentioned there. Yes, he's mentioned here. I think they have more oh. plans for him. And so and so you mentioned Fallen Order or uh, Jedi Survivor. Yeah, that's a possibility. I also think you know the timeline doesn't line up with Kenobi, but we could see early stirrings of. Quinlan, or just a Quinlan cameo in the form we've seen him in, in an animation style, in Bad Batch Season 2. That could be a possibility, right? He could come back and could. they have to fight clone commandos and Ooh, all of a sudden... A, that's a whole nother, you know, a whole nother it, podcast episode right that's, there. That's <laughs> a very out there theory. We got that theory. trailer too. But we did. We'll, yes. We'll get there. Yes. One at a time. We but, will get there. Um, but that is you know something where... If they're name dropping him here and there and here and there and all of a sudden, you know, he was he's been seen in animation form. Yep. Um, you know, and we saw that's Clone Wars is where we first saw the commandos in animation form in the Disney canon. 
Yeah. Um, so, you know, could he come back to Dude, Bad Batch? Maybe. But you know what, though? You know what this tells me? You know, the, the show and, and, and just the cameos in the show. Tomoy Morrison, job security. There he is in Kenobi, right there. He has millions of roles to play. <laughs> he... <laughs> Well, yeah, hundreds you of thousands. Kill of off his with well, with millions more. With on millions the way. Well, yes, more. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you could kill off his character a bunch, and he'd still yeah, 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 yeah. kill oh. me. I dare you. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Oh, they kill off my character. Well, the guy next to me took off his helmet. It's yeah. me. Um, there's my dog. Yeah. So I think that um, there's one more like really important character that we need to talk about that we've kind of. Um, has some more relevance to the story, um, and that would be Freck. I think <laughs> he is actually the chosen one. Um, Hashtag mole man for life. And, you know, he's a really good, upstanding imperial citizen. He is. Oddly um, enough. Oddly enough. Um, he's, Which, you know, friends of Stormtroopers. Sorry, and... not oddly enough. Because yeah. the Empire is... <laughs> ah, Freudian slip! ...are the good guys. But, but that's the thing, right? Everyone always says, ah, the Empire. They're speciesist. They hate aliens. Also the Empire. Hey, Freck, thanks for the ride, man. You're my favorite. Oh, I love the Empire. They don't hate... Well, they do. They the We've uh, seen them uh, uh, negative uh, uh, toward aliens a lot, but... Especially oh, in the but ranks. Mole people are Especially in the ranks of their military. Freck wasn't exactly a yeah, standard, imperial officer. Standardized production of uh, of military equipment for aliens is expensive. No, that's true. <laughs> so anyway, uh, not Freck. You gonna, I think you're gonna get armor for the Gamorians? <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. Yeah, that comic that there was yeah. a com- there was a book. Six. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> old random legends canon that not yeah. randomly makes its way into my memory. Um, no. I want to talk about Reva just a little bit more. Yeah. Um, we hear it talked about. The Grand uh, the Grand Inquisitor mentions that she was let into the group yeah. because of her ability. Which, important note, means that unless they messed up the wording, she wasn't necessarily tortured and tried to be convinced. Like, yeah. I think she was probably more on her own, like, put in a job application. Like, yeah, no, you know, I, like, I think she sought was them out on her own volition. Yeah, um, I agree. Cause I was, th- I, 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 I had that point written down too. I think. Okay, sure. Did she join on her own? Yeah. You, yeah. I, yep. I think she did. And I think that leads to another question, which, um, same buddy who I was talking to who mentioned the loot thing. Um, you know who you are. You know, and, <laughs> um, you know. We were talking about the, uh, and I think I think he kind of thought of it first, but um, I want to give him credit where credits due. Um, but he mentioned, um, you know, is Reva good? Is she actually a light side character? Um, it's a hard point to prove when she chops off the hand of the one woman. Um, that's a little bit. Uh, if you really are a good guy, that's kind of a bold move to make. Yeah. But power play. Um, but you know, it, it it has potential. So that's a question. But I think more importantly is this ability, right? She has the ability to basically read minds, kind of like what we've seen with Kylo Ren, right? Yeah. Um, she has this. Um, is that is that force? No, that's not force judgment. It's um. No, that is that's the light. That's, that's the good guy that's, lightning. Well, it's Jedi lightning. Jedi, yeah. short light side, light. yeah, light, light side light. Um, but it's just it's it. 
Um, I agree. <laughs> it's this ability to read people's minds. Right. So Just like Kylo Ren. Yeah. But presumably, I would say she might even be better at it than he is. It seems like he strains a lot when he looks into people's minds. Well, he's also looking into... Yeah. Yeah, not, I don't not, know. not always. Into rays. And or maybe he's just or maybe he's just intentionally he's just more destructive with it. <laughs> like, oh, that's true. like think about think about Poe. Dameron when yeah. he's extracting in like the episode seven and he's pulling he's that information invasive. out. And he's yeah. just like he's screaming. Yeah. And and in Battlefront two. Yeah. When he looks into um Oh crap, his name escapes me. Uh Inferno Squad gone rebel. His his in the expansion. Oh, and oh, yeah. Same I thing. I He's like, get out, get out, yeah, get yeah. out. You know, like, yeah. No, that's a good point. Um, so, anyway, th- we have this interesting ability that she has. I think it will be, you know, she used it on Haja um, and the greatest Jedi of all time. The greatest Jedi of all time. Um, really, the main character of the show. You know, I think it's an interesting thing for her to have. I think it's definitely a merit in her favor to becoming Grand Inquisitor. Uh, Grand Inquisitor. Um, we'll see how it's used. We'll see what happens. Um, I I don't think at the end of the day. I think you know chopping off someone's hand kind of is a bit much for a, a, a Jedi who's trying to convince people they're a bad guy to blend in. Um, well, I think that's a lot. But if you're doing it to get to Vader to kill Vader, I mean, well, okay, but but also she she could have attempt she could have gone to the inquisitors with good intentions she, and then oh, have fallen true. to the that's dark true. side right she could have gone to the woman beforehand hubris. given her a robotic hand yeah and she, then chopped it off broke. she that girl that lady was broke she needed money no i don't no. i don't think she's good anymore she may have had good intentions originally we see her hold her hand over the jedi symbol yeah. um in the bunker and she screams yeah. like she may have that internal conflict the thing about um Joining the Order of the Inquisitors as opposed to being tortured and then like turned to the dark side that way, it means that there's more of a chance for her to flip back, I feel. Because yeah. she didn't under- undergo that yeah. she didn't undergo that torture. She didn't break. You know, yeah. she didn't break. The Inquisitors, they're kind of broken. Sure. That that they, they broke them down as people, um, and their their will in the force. And like she that didn't happen to her. Yeah, that's definitely a good point. I think that you know, the more you're broken, the more you're beaten down, the more likely you are to stay with yeah. the dark side. So that's just how the dark side works. They mm-hmm. break you, they got you. So um, I think, you know, that's kind of where we are with Reva. The Grand Inquisitor, you know, I don't know that we know that much. We'll have to wait to see what the next episode holds. It kind of seems like he's dead, but that would really retcon, like, all of Rebels. So then- Which they're definitely... Doing more content off of, right? We're getting, we're getting Ezra Thrawn, and we're Thrawn getting Ezra, and, we're yeah. getting Rex, we're getting like adult Ahsoka. So like, it's all this stuff that's like, I don't think they would retcon it that much. So they're gonna tie the Grand Inquisitor back around. We just don't know in what capacity. Yeah, um, yeah, but it seems like at least they believe that he is dead because it sounds like Revis is when she's talking to Vader is saying. Kenobi will pay for the Grand Inquisitor's dip. And then he's like, I don't care about the Grand Inquisitor. Right? But it sounds like she's going to say death. Like, she thinks that she may have killed him. Palins have two stomachs, so maybe, like, that's how he lives. Maybe he comes back. I don't know. I find it hard to imagine in any universe where he comes back 
And uh, if she's there, he does not kill her. Yeah. So I, I think that may be an issue because um, he knows the truth. So if he's still alive, which he should be, she is out. Yeah. She's not going to make it. I don't think she will. He's tired of her. Amb- he was tired of her ambition before she stabbed him. Right? Like, <laughs> I, like, <laughs> like, I can't imagine that she's going to live. However, Vader may keep her alive just because he kind of told her, but Vader doesn't really care. Well, he doesn't care about them. He doesn't care about them at They're all. They're tools. They're yeah. tools in his They're tool weapons, belt. Yeah. And, you know, unlike the case with, you know, Dooku had a hard time. Oh, but, you know, my lord, like, master, uh, you know, this assassin is is a, a very, you know, he tried to defend Asajj Ventress when Palpatine was like, kill her. Um, yeah, she's becoming too much think, like an apprentice. He's like, but it's literally me, Asajj, and, yeah. and, and, and Grievous versus a like bajillion yeah. Jedi. We yeah. mean kill her. But um, I think if Palpatine said to Vader, hey, you should go kill any one of those Inquisitors, he'd be like, all right, cool, done. Like, yeah. Oh, sweet. About that. Already did. So this is convenient. Like, And, and I think in the Vader comics, like, he pretty much had the ability to do that anyway. Yes. Yeah. I think the only person he wasn't supposed to outright kill was the Grand Inquisitor. But and if he did, it probably would have been like, ah, uh, promote another to one. Do that. Yeah, get another one. It slipped. Uh, you know, like yeah. uh, so. So that's kind of all. Be I think that kind of covers um, what we've seen and talked about, thought about. You know, the the third episode was epic. Um, it was really good. Seeing Vader and kind of just like the horror aspect, the suit. Oh yeah, the coming assembly. together. I, we can't not mention that. Like Master, it was coming. Yeah, that was so so good. It was so. very good, very well done. And like you actually see some of the stuff with that. And this is just kind of like an aside. Cool that they did it. Like the spikes going into his stomach, right? The way the piece connects to his throat mm-hmm. for his for yeah. his voice box, right? Yeah. Like you just get that anguish that's that suit right that suit was designed to cause more pain so that he would kind of like amplify his power through being in pain constantly yes. um so very interesting yeah so that's where we are uh we've got lots more to come here's to some uh some good next episodes yeah enjoy everyone um we will talk to you in the next episode bye bye